Welcome to Streets, Sports, and Success with your host, Simon and Maurice. Let's go. What's up, gang? Welcome to another episode of Streets, Sports, and Success with Simon and Maurice. RWTW, roll with the winners, and we're getting ready to dig into how to handle, how to keep moving forward, pressing forward with your vision when things are not currently working out for you or you have a setback. And I'm going to swing it over to uh, Maurice for this one. Yeah, even when you mentioned this, I thought this would be a good topic, uh, knowing that I think a lot of people identify with this. And uh, I think there, there's a there's a ton of people who, you know, who start off with, you know, either a goal that they want to accomplish. And um, and, I, and I say this all the time. And this is I think this is highly important. You know, when you start off with a goal in in and you think about things that you want to accomplish, you're always thinking about what it is that you can control. <laughs> and you think about, you know, your <laughs> wait your a minute. Involved. Wait, let's come on. We got to give somebody a laugh <laughs> right now. Don't cut it. Keep it going. I love looking at you. <laughs> I love looking at you with these little earphones. On. It is my daughter's earphones. <laughs> Before we got on here, I told him. I said, "Are those little earphones, or is that a big dome?" He said, "He said both." Both. <laughs> I love it. Hey, any, Come on. Hey, anybody? Yeah, I can, I can barely fit my head in the screen. It's all good though. <laughs> like, I, I was trying to articulate a great point. Yeah, well, but I just for the for for the listeners who want the uh, the great point that I'm about to deliver, right? <laughs> no, but but I, I but it, but on a, on a serious note, the um you know people when, when you when you start off and I I have to add context to everything when you start off um when you start off sort of chasing a dream, building a goal or whatever it is, and, and look, you look that's why I can't look at you You're joking around. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> <laughs> People need to see us clowning like this. We don't clown on air like this. Nah, Let me just smile at you. It's <laughs> all nah, good. Uh, so I'm, I'm gonna look away while I articulate my point, right? So when you, when you start off, and this is this is uh, this is serious business. When you start off and you think about, hey man, this is what I want to do, what I want to accomplish. You only think about what it is that you can contribute, right? You think about you playing your role, and you and you obviously. Um, you visualize things just going extremely well, right? But after you're done or after you're into the process, what ends up happening is that, you know, the thing that you're working on, the responsibility ends up being in somebody's else, somebody else's hands or they're working on what they're working on to help you to fulfill your vision. And they may not work as fast as you as you may work in or things that may not work out the way that you envision them working. And, and then frustration sets in. But one thing that kind of recorrects or redirects frustration is having the ability to write down down and clearly see what you're focusing on every day. That's just my deal, right? I love to write it down. I love to look at it. Uh, I, I think we've said on previous podcasts that you love to talk about the energy that you're having when you're thinking about this thing and just those habitual things of understanding how you want to feel, looking at your goals every day and, and, and staying committed to that process. That is what helps you to recorrect or redirect yourself when things sort of get tough or tight. You know what I'm saying? Or right, that's what I do. You and know perspective. What I'm you know, I think perspective. Sometimes people think that, you know, they're they're looking at it from a from a completely different perspective. <laughs> I try to go back to to get to where you want to be. I start thinking as every obstacle that we have is what's going to stop other people from getting to the same place. Now, 
this don't mean that I'm rooting for people not to have it. You know, if, if somebody called me right now, let's say for uh, how to how to start a, a youth program, how, how to help start uh, an inspiring minds Youngstown, you know, like we did. I would want these people to have every tool and make none of the mistakes that I had to make over the last five years. It's not that I'm rooting against people. It's that I understand, especially in the business point, everybody wants this thing, you know, whatever it is, success, or people, whatever your line of work is, people want this ultimate success. Everybody's going to have to go through this hurdle, some form of a hurdle or obstacle. It may be different. The timing may be different, but everybody's going to have these hurdles. Every time you have these hurdles, I see a group of people that fall off and never get back up. So let's say 100 people started to race. First hurdle, 50% of them, they couldn't get over that. Next hurdle, a little bit bigger. We had the second hurdle, uh, 20 of them didn't make it over that hurdle. So now there's 30 of us left. We go over the next hurdle, 20 of them didn't make it again. Now there's only 10 of us left. It becomes a game in my mind of... Who can last this race from 100 people? Because typically the big dreams and goals that people have are things that 1% of America can obtain or 5% of America can obtain. So that means if 100 people started the race with the same idea, you got to be the one or the five that make it over six, five, six, seven different hurdles without tapping out and without without quitting. And so I, I, I articulated that just to help with what I meant by perspective. I try to go to perspective of who had it harder. This is why it helps to, to read things. When you read a book like Shoe Dog from Nike, the guy that founded Nike, when I go back to what he went through to build Nike, it's, a, it's an encouraging read for somebody out there starting in a business or starting uh, a business. Because when you look at what he had to go through to, to have the, the, the Nike swoosh now and, and $50 billion. I mean, he took an ass whooping, Maurice. Have you ever read that book? Shoe no. Dog? Oh, dog. Get it today. Get it today. And, and it's, it's a story of him just taking ass whoopings all the way up the ladder. Of, of I mean, eight years in to, to Nike, which wasn't even called Nike at one point, uh, eight years in, he had a, a moment where he was bouncing checks to his employees. Eight years. And so people see where he's at now, but how many people would have been able to handle those things? And so I say all of that to articulate perspective, you know, is one of, one of my tips on keeping the vision tight when things don't go your way, is keeping things in perspective and comparing other people that have had it you know, a little bit worse or or similar to on, on the journey that, that you're on. What other strategies? I know you're, a big one for you was writing it down, which is keeping committed to uh, to, to the vision. Yeah, so I mean, and, and just to break that down, because sometimes like I talk and I assume people know what I'm talking about, right? Right, right. But I've said in previous episodes that, and, and I'm sitting here right in front of them, I have these, these dry erase boards. They're real big, they're real huge. And I put start and ending dates on things that I want to complete. You know what I'm saying? And I think that everything that I go through is a test of character or a test of how bad I want something. You Amen. know what I'm saying? And so Amen. you've heard me say, you know, your your distractions and your blessings usually weigh the same. And like the bigger things that you want, 
the more distractions or the, the harder it is to obtain those things just because the nature of life or the universe or whatever it may be. I think right. for whatever it is that you want, there's a sacrifice that has to be made. And there's usually things that kind of can distract you from the path of attaining the goal or getting what you want. But I think those things also in a universal way, just test you to say, okay, do you really want this thing? And are you really committed to give up, you know, all of these other things that you have going on or get over this adverse moment to get what you ultimately want. And I think that that those things help, they help to help to shape your behavior, you know what I'm saying? And like, or if the universe is going to give you something like, what, what are you going to clean up in yourself and how much discipline are you going to have? Because once you get this thing, you'll be in charge of more people. You'll have more resources. You'll have uh, the will to do more and will you do good? But in, in going to reach that, it forces you to be a better individual. If that's what the universe wants you to work on. And I hope that doesn't like sound too like esoteric Amen. to people. Amen. But if, if anybody's ever chased anything, they understand everything is a spiritual process. You know, it's not even it's not it's not about the, the physical money more than it is the spiritual process of you discovering yourself along the path. And when you can when you can tie that into what you're doing, you'll start to look at this thing a little bit different. That's where you know it goes hand thing. in hand with that quote. You know, people have heard probably the quote of it's not what you get, it's who you become on that journey. Or it's not yes. what you the money or it's not the thing. It's who you've become on that journey. And basically what you're saying is the understanding and and awareness of when you're when you're on the process, which is not always so sexy, you know, one of the last ones we did was the non-glorious grind, you know, the, the non-glorious process. It's building you up to the person that you need to be in order to carry and do what it is that you want to do. So, for example, if I want to push up uh, 225 pounds on a shoulder press, I'm pretty sure if I start building up to that from where I'm at right now, my shoulders are going to probably be a little bit bigger and a little bit stronger in order to carry 225 straight up on a military press. And in order to go from 135 to 225, your shoulders are going to be a little bit different. They're going to look a little bit different. The things that you do in the process are going to build you up to be able to carry that amount of weight. And so people need to look at it from that perspective of, you know, you're building in the process to be able to carry the weight. Because a lot of times people, what they hope and wish for, they can't even carry it if they were given that amount of quote weight because yes. their character development hasn't happened. And so that's what that's what happens when you see people that get handed a company sometimes and it flops or 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 they get handed a, a, a situation. It's it's they haven't built their character up enough in the the internal, the spiritual things, the the aspect that it's going to take to handle something of that magnitude and that is only forged in the process, in the climb and in the in the fire. And, and so you, much of it is mental. I tell you this: there's also skills uh, 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 to 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 build on what you're talking about. The skills that are needed to maintain the platform that they want to have, and I, I think that and, you know, and, and I'm guilty of it too. We're in a social media age, and so you know, a lot of what you see is basically uh, what people want you to see them having a good time or whatever it is that they whatever it is that they're doing uh but at the same time there's skills that have been acquired for people who have legitimate business that they've picked up along the way and now they're just showing you you know hey this is what 
all of my hard work has gotten me to. You know, if it's something of substance, and you have a lot of uh, buffoonery on the internet, but then you know, I don't want to be one of these guys. And I was for for a moment in time. All of everything on the internet isn't bad. You know, what I'm saying it comes down to who you're following, why you're following them, and, and things of that nature. But to get back to the uh, to the original point, I think that having the ability or having the discipline, not the ability, having the discipline to write down what you're going through. So when you have a tumultuous time uh, or, or be it, you know, back like if what is it when you get married, you know, through through, uh, through sickness and health, through, you know, through good and bad. You know what I'm saying? Uh, if you have a if you have a moment inside of a relationship that's 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 horrible, like getting back to the foundation of why you got together or why you got married or why you were committed. And I think it all comes down to commitment. Like if you ask me, you know, if you could say, you know, uh, encapsulate this conversation into one word, it comes down to commitment. Amen. You know what I'm saying? And does 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 this process um, does it help you to work on your commitment? You know, saying to be better in all areas of your life, or uh, are you just too weak of an individual to commit to something and to overcome anything? And so, you know, everything can be overcame, uh, and it basically comes back to what you're saying when you shift your perspective. You know, saying I think I think I, I think a part of part of the reason why people struggle, you know, and, and and that we need to keep our keep that vision is is can be described in the. Uh, paradox of um, you know I I forget the name but it was from from the book from uh, good to great and it's going to come to me when I get off here but it was the story about how there was a man that was in a concentration camp he was a prisoner of war he got or or, or the uh, he was in a concentration camp back with the with the uh, Nazis and Victor Frankel bam I think and 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 it's Victor Frankel okay and and so this he, he was he was uh, in prison, and and all these people around him were dying. All these people around him was, was I mean just all brutal things was happening. I mean it, it makes our it make prison sound great based on what these people were going through, and and people were dying and starving to death and and killing themselves and and so they asked him how were you able how were you able to get out of that situation alive how, how did you make it out of there and and he said you know the the ones who died were the optimists and you know from from my standpoint i'm an opt i'm an optimistic person so when i first heard that it was like whoa and when he broke it down he started to explain that the people that were setting timelines on when they were getting out are the people that got the most discouraged and, and ultimately killed themselves either physically or internally. They just killed their emotions, which ended up killing them. And so he, he said, for example, people would say, um, we're going to be out by Christmas. And Christmas came and Christmas went and they weren't out. And they said, well, we're going to be out, you know, by Easter. And Easter came and, and, and went and they weren't out. Or we're going to be out by the end of the year. And he said, in my mind, I just always knew that I was going to get out. I just didn't know when. And I knew I couldn't control it. And I knew I would do a lot of good with it when I did. And so I just stayed focused on knowing that one day I'll get out and not putting deadlines on it. Because I think people's vision gets gets disturbed from putting deadlines on things you know i'm getting ready to build a, uh our second home we already built a house before natalie and i were getting ready to build again and what i know from experience from office build outs to building homes to uh doing properties investment properties that i've, I've built you know condos before 
it seems like more often than not, the the build date that they tell you is always further than what that date was. You know, if, if they say July 1st, it seems like it always ends up to be six months later. If 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 you start out building a home, you hear people always say, you know, be careful if your home you say is going to be 600, just be prepared. It's probably always going to be more. Whatever you start out building, the price is usually more than what you expect it to be or want to pay. And it's usually longer than what you think it's going to be. And so at those moments, people get extremely discouraged that I thought this was going to be done by now and it's not. Or I thought I would be further along than I am right now and, and, and I'm not. Because they're putting these timelines on it, they start to lose their vision. And so, so I just want to encourage you out there to it's keep your vision strong and begin with the end in mind knowing that you're going to get it reminding yourself what this looks like when this plays out and fight the battle of not getting discouraged if you said i need to have this done in a year and it takes you three years or i need to have this done i, I expect this to be done in two years and it takes you three and a half years because at the end of the day right now sometimes i struggle to even remember how old i am People, how old are you? I'm, I'm like, man, I got to think about it. You know, am I 35? Am I 36? You know, I, I almost forget sometimes how old I am because when you look back on it, if you have a successful string where you go 10 years putting up victories, you ain't going to go back and say, man, I remember, you know, th this was uh, six months longer than I wanted it to be. It's not going to affect your life that much when you're living the life of your dreams and you're, and you're 10 years in, you, you're going to be more happy that you're 10 years in on a successful run than you would have been if you would have quit because it was going to take you 12 extra months to obtain or get what it is, what it is that you wanted. And, and so I just want to encourage you out there to keep that vision in place because Proverbs says where there's no vision, people perish. And you got to keep that vision. And the hard part about it is on the, on the, on the journey of greatness, there's going to be graveyards. People ain't going to make it. People are going to die. People are going to people in business ain't they're going to quit. They're going to they're going to retire. They're going to backstab you. It's it's a battle. There's things that are going to happen that are that are going to be obstacles to you, and it's it's hard to win that mental battle to keep re-encouraging yourself and reinforcing the, the the confidence that you're going to get there. And and what helps you in that is knowing that you're going to get there staying committed like maurice was talking about and then that's why i like to do a lot of reading in 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 exposing myself to successful people because when you hang around other successful people you're going to hear their war stories and you're going to know that the founder of nike you know phil knight went through a ton of shit too that sam walton that built walmart you know went through a ton of shit too simon arias who built you know, 48 condos in Cranberry went through a ton of shit, too. And it took a lot, lot longer and a little bit more money and a little bit. But we made it through and we made it out. And so I think it's it's important to be surrounded by people that are on the same mission as you uh, to not lose that vision. What, what are and any other thoughts yeah, you would add? No, even, yeah, even, even what you're saying, I just uh, like what I think about it, like, based on where I want to go and who I want to become, right? So I have goals of just who I ultimately want to become. And I ask myself, this can't break me. You know, if, if I want to be who I think I can become, 
this issue that I'm going through won't be the defining moment that stopped me. You know what I'm saying? And for me, it's not like real complex. It's that simple. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, the, the issue may take me a little bit longer to get through, but I'm going to get through it. That's how I feel about everything. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think that uh, just the reinforcement and the visualization of who you want to be, if you can practice like just looking at who you want to become. And, I, and I, I, I'll, I'll say this because I live it and I have like I have pictures and posters up in my wall of who I want to become, what I want to do and the impact that I want to have with the life that I have. You know what I'm saying? And when you look at that stuff, when you internalize it, when you listen to music and you visualize it and you, and you got that person in your brain, you start to look at stuff like, man, this shit ain't going to take me out. You know what I'm saying? Like this shit, not this shit right here. You know what I'm saying? And, and that stuff strengthens you. That's where it goes back to the old saying, you know, what doesn't kill you make you stronger. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And learning how to survive um, some of life's most, you know, uh, hardening issues or circumstances. You know what I'm saying? And, and you start to revert back in your head and say, man, I've gotten over things that were 10 times harder than this. You know what I'm saying? So this thing that I'm moving forward with, you know, is nothing. And so, like, you know, uh, like people in general, just learning how to be a motherfucking just just hard. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, even when I'm saying it to you, you know, you move your shoulders. Like, you know, I, I just I just visualize, man. Um, even when you say that I'm visualizing when I first step into the penitentiary, you know what I'm saying? And I'm 22 at the time. And you step in, it's, you know, you, you, you're going on a compound with 600 men. And you're just saying to yourself, like, man, this won't be my final story. This won't be it. Like me coming to prison and and, and having all my potential die inside of prison just won't be it. And so you like, man, fuck, I'm, I'm not letting this kill me. And so when you start to think about things in society, you say, man, if I can make it through that, you know, and if I can get out of here and, and accomplish what I've been able to accomplish post prison, there's nothing that I can't do without having a strong mind. You know, and all this shit comes down to your mind, man. You know, uh, a lot of people fall off like you know i know we, we kind of like sugarcoat a little bit a lot of people just mentally fucking weak hey man come on a lot of people just you know just you know uh something get tough they want to cry they want to bitch they want to complain they want to blame um and they just bitch up and a lot of a lot of a lot of life's toughest moments you know if you got kids depending on you, you got a wife you got a girlfriend um you know you have people in your community you know um, imagine you know if you had your shit together what type of assistance you can be to those people you know what i'm saying but too many people uh they, they either think it's too late or they got hit by a moment in that moment they, they you know they, they relive these these hard moments in the moment that happened in 2003 they say okay you know like just like this hey man i got suspended from school and it's 2019 that's why i'm not doing well, well fuck it that's happen get the fuck over it you know what i'm saying right and, and and that's that's like these are the conversations i have to myself and i'm not trying to be insensitive towards people but these are the conversations i have with myself in order for me to stick to my vision and say man you know what motherfucker i put it on the board I want to go get it. This is who I want to become. This is what it's going to take to get it. I'm going to get over this shit. Like, and there's nothing going to stop me. And you got to have that fucking relentless spirit. You know what I'm saying? I know they, they, they may see you walking around smiling, laughing, joking. You got to consult and firm and you with people. But up under all that shit is a relentless attitude. You know what I'm saying? I, I bet you if you fucking talk to Phil Knight, it's a motherfucking relentless attitude. Anybody who's super successful, like the person who they have to be in public is the is is based upon the company that they have to represent. You know what I'm saying? They have to be the model person for that. But if you go underneath that shit, motherfuckers who went in big, these people are relentless, bro. You know what I'm saying? They relentless. They sharks. They can and, take an and, ass and, whooping. And they, 
they can take an ass whooping, they can get off the ground, they can come back, and regardless of what they're going through, they're going to get it right. And so when you hang around those people like that, you adopt that mentality Amen. or you see how they look at issues. That's why like, it's so that important. Shit. That's why it's so important to watch who you're hanging around. Because yes. if you're not around the people that you want to be like and you're not finding a way to get yourself around people that think this way or, or, or are where you want to be, you're going to your mind is going to be polluted with people's weak ass thoughts because most yes. people got weak ass thoughts and that's why they got average. So you listen to other average people or below that got weak thoughts and that's why they are where they are because they haven't overcome adversity. And so they're going to be telling you, yeah, don't go through that bullshit or this is bullshit <laughs> or or quit or why are you working so hard or why are you investing this much money into it or why are you. But when you listen to the champions be it books, audio books, or people that you could put in your circle that are where you want to be, they reinforce and re-encourage you about what it's going to take to be successful. You know, Mike Tyson said everybody got a plan until they get punched, in the, get face. punched in the face. And so so <laughs> part of the problem is most people don't have a plan. And once they got a plan, they don't put in the plan how they're going to respond to when they get punched in the face. You just you thinking out like you about to get into this business and you think about it like you about to go hit a punching bag somewhere. But really what's about to happen is you about to go spar with life and they're going to punch you right in the face back. So you're going to throw and you're going to get hit. You got to slip. You're going to get hit. You got to cover up. You got to you're going to get tired. There's going to be things that happen on your journey that cannot cause you to quit and give up when you get punched in the face. And so in closing, in closing this thing out, because we were aiming for this to be just like a, a shot of espresso, you know, something real quick for your soul. I just want to, I, I want to encourage you guys out there to not quit on your vision to, to stay focused and look at, you know, we just had a, a guy from Pittsburgh after years and years and years of fighting, get called up to the UFC on four days notice and and oh. and knocked and, and, and won as a as a seven to one underdog. And oh wow and and you know how many times it probably was dawned on him or people told him like quit, just give it up or you get no you in your early thirties, like what whatever it is, you have to be able to stay committed to the process into your vision and into your journey and great things are going to happen if you put the work in and don't give up now those two things got to go hand in hand if you just don't give up and don't put the work in you're going to get smashed you're just going to be keeping taking ass whoopings for the rest of your life but if you put the work in consistently and you surround yourself and you take advice and listen to people that are where you want to be they will provide you the roadmap and the inspiration you got to put the work in and not give up because there's one thing that nobody's going to be able to protect you from on your journey. We could give you the roadmap. We can give you the encouragement. We can get, but nobody's going to be able to protect you from, we could limit, but nobody's going to be able to protect you from adverse situations, be it personal life or professional life. Something will happen on your journey that causes most men and women to quit. You have to be able to stay committed to the process and stay married to the game in pursuit of excellence, in pursuit of your vision, thinking about what your life's going to be like when you obtain it and don't even give thought to the things and what it's going to look like if you don't obtain it because you will win, you will obtain it if you keep staying committed to the process. So thanks for joining us on another episode of Streets, Sports, and Success with Simon and Maurice. Let's get it. Keep grinding.